Today's gospel deals with a very important, albeit a very difficult part of our Christian path, and that is the notion of forgiveness. Jesus spoke about it in a lot of different ways and times in his ministry. In the gospel today, we are given the different elements in this process of coming to forgiveness. He knew that the burden of sin and forgiveness was one that people carry, and that forgiveness just is not an automatic. Oftentimes it gets swept under the rug or just like a can kicked down the road for another time. So let's start out by admitting that we all have to forgive someone in the course of our lives. I include myself in this. I have to forgive a lot of people because I cross paths with a lot of people. You can't touch as many people as I do in my life in ministry and not have skirmishes. And let me tell you, sometimes it's not easy for me to let go of sometimes some of the pain and hurt that comes along. And I'm real good at hanging on, okay, to some of these things. And I live by myself, so, you know, I kind of like turn it over and over and over till my blood starts curdling, okay? I get spitting mad. I'm going to be blunt and say that one of the biggest sins I think that we are all dealing with in our world today is anger. People think sex is the big thing. No. I think it's anger. Anger is a biggie. People, of course, are angry at their politicians. It doesn't matter if they're on the left or on the right. There's just a lot of anger at these, all these guys. Women, too. Okay? Politicians, of course, are angry with one another. It's not just there. People are angry in the workplace. Their fellow workers. People are angry with their neighbors. People are angry with relatives. Some people are angry at their kids' coaches. People are angry out on the highway. How many times a week do you see, you know, road rage when you're driving? At least expect it. It comes upon you. Think about all of the gun violence that we have. Think about all the people that are murdered by guns. Why does that happen? Only because of anger. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people each year are murdered only because of anger. I swear to God, the anger. Good image of it, of course, of these hurricanes. It's huge, huge, and it's destructive. So destructive in so many ways. All this anger that it causes in life. One of the reasons that people are so in love with Pope Francis he's such a man of peace. Let me tell you, he wasn't born as a man of peace. You start reading his life, you know that he was in this horrible war in Argentina. He knows what, he knows what anger is. But he has found peace in his life. And so he brings that peace wherever it is that he goes. Right now he's on a missionary journey to Colombia 
a land that was torn by horrific war like he knew, civil war. People told him, don't go there, Holy Father, don't go there. He knew he had to go there because there's so much, so much unrest there, so much division torn by that terrible war. We see in the gospel today that forgiveness is a process, something you have to work at. I think that's what Jesus is saying. You have to work at this. It's not going to be instant. It's not going to be instantaneous. God's forgiveness is immediate, but our coming to it, our openness to it, it's often a journey. It's a journey that comes with the grace of God and trust that God always offers us this grace. God wants to give you the grace of forgiveness. God does not want us to have this unease, this unhappiness, or what St. Ignatius calls the disconsolation that we have when God is absent from us in our lives. Forgiveness does not mean that we overlook what someone has done to us in our lives and just forget it. No. You know, just a couple days ago, Pope Francis went to one of these places and churches where people thought they could come into a church, like, say, you come into our church here, you think you're going to be safe. And that's what the people did. They went into a church in the war, thought they'd be safe. They got mowed down, got mowed down. And, and it was so horrible, this, this, this mass murder in this church. Not only the, the, the people get mowed down, but they, soldiers even uh, shot Christ on the crucifix and, and, and murdered again, you know. And all that was left of Christ was his head. That's all that was left, was the head of Christ looking out over all this mass destruction. So they still have this. And, and so this week, Christ, the Holy Father went to this church with some of the survivors of that massacre. And those people told the story, recalled that horrific event. And in recalling that, so you don't forget, you don't forget what happened. You can't forget what happened, is what I'm saying. But there, in recalling that event, was healing with the Holy Father. And that's what he went there for. You don't forget it, you recall it. And through that, was healing, was healing. If I have an unforgiving spirit and a hardened heart, it blocks any love from truly flowing into me. I must allow God to remove my hard-heartedness and any meanness of spirit. As I said, forgiveness does not mean forgetfulness. Forgiving a person who abused somebody who murdered a child doesn't mean that we release that person from prison. Forgiving a husband who has been violent or abusive doesn't mean we bring that person back into the home again. I mean that. Forgiving a priest who has abused children doesn't mean we bring that priest back into active ministry again. Doesn't mean that. Again, maybe you say, I, I can't forgive. I can't forgive. I don't want to forgive. But as long as we can't forgive, we are the ones who are held captive. We are the ones who continue to carry the pain and the hurt 
And this is not where God wants us to be. He does not want us to be bound up. He does not want us to be in the state of misery. He does not want us to be the victims of sin. It's that simple. So where do I begin? Well, we can't begin to forgive by ourselves. So we just pray for the grace, the grace that I need in this moment. I don't know. Say, God, give me the grace that I need right now. God knows what you need. So give me that grace, Lord, where I need right now. And know that God will give you that grace that you need. I cannot emphasize enough the need to pray for the movement of forgiveness that you need. Jesus said, pray for those who persecute you. And in the Lord's Prayer, we say, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Jesus says prayer can move mountains. Prayer can move mountains. So we don't know how prayer will move you, how prayer will move me. As we make this movement with our wills to forgive, in time our emotions will catch up. So don't let your emotions be the judge of where you are right now. That's the last place, the last place. The emotions are going to be the last thing to catch up in the whole process. Every week, I believe the scriptures give us something concrete that we can work on in our lives. So how am I going to work on forgiveness in my life this week? Pope Francis says so beautifully, the church is the great family of the children of God. We are all God's children. That's what St. John says, we are all God's children. Certainly it has human aspects from the members who comprise it, pastors and the faithful. They have defects, imperfections, sins. Even the Pope has them, and he has many. But what is beautiful is that when we become aware that we are sinners, we find the mercy of God. God always forgives. Don't forgive this. God always forgives.